Hello and good day to you all. Today we're doing our follow through episode on the Business of Life Masterclass podcast from our interview with Michelle Glancy. If you did not get a chance to listen to her first episode, please do. I promise you will not be disappointed. Her original episode did air on November 29th, and it was our 200th episode, 200th episode. The topic was growing and learning through change and loss. Barb Zant here, media sales leader and founder of the lifestyle brand and blog, The Stay at Work Mom. Hi, everybody. Wow, 200 episodes we've been doing this, Barb. This is Debbie Lundberg, performance and mindset coach with Presenting Powerfully. I know I have to repeat that one more time, 200 episodes. I am so proud. Every single guest has brought something to my life. And I know the same with our listeners as well, because I get the feedback. It's, I can't wait for 200 more. Can't wait for 200 more. And thanks to all of our guests and all of our listeners. And we'll talk more about that another time, because I know you have a setup for a lot of conversation about Michelle, and that's exciting. Yes. And before I get to the things that I implemented, I wanted to let our listeners know that Michelle is now part of the Presenting Powerfully family. That is such great news. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. She is a mindset and resilience coach. She believes then and practices and assists people really tremendously with growing, growing through loss, Barb. And it's such a it may seem like a niche, and we often think of loss as as death, absolutely. And and as she's very open with her story about that she shared on our episode about having this wonderful birth of her son Elijah, and then sadly, sadly, tragically losing him on the third day of his life, and what she's done with that to turn it around. And that is something that, in presenting powerfully in the past, when people would ask me for that, I would. I would assist them in getting to a grief counselor. And certainly I still support that. What's really magical about having Michelle is the losses in a death or a breakup of a marriage, of a relationship of any sort, a job, those type of things she can also do. So the the aspect of of living and dying, she's she's an expert in. And then it extends it from what I do with others, which is working through anything of a loss of job or location, because even, and I tend to look at it as a new opportunity and what comes next. And she can assist with moving through that past language really well. So really impressed with her, very proud of her and uh, excited that, that such great service and skills that she have are, have are available now to so many and through presenting powerfully. So thank you for mentioning that. She's really impressive and she does a lot of really good things. Yeah, that that was great news. I was so impressed with the, 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 not only the the journey that Michelle was on, but how she turned her grief into, into helping others. And that came through in her episode and shout out to our night owls. But the first thing that I implemented is that that first task of the day. So I am, I totally agree with Michelle and I like to check things off and uh, you know that about me. Now, of course, I've made my bed for years. I think that's one of the first books I bought my son. He is not on that same page. So that my influence, so that is what I am now working with him. Not so much that 
it's just that getting that first thing done and having an accomplishment before you even go downstairs. So we are working together on that. He's not totally on board. So I kind of switched until part of the chores, but you know, it's, it's just the right thing to do. So I really like that message. Absolutely. And I had done it my entire life. And so Michelle saying that is such a good reminder. And a couple of things that I've done since then is, well, I talked to it, talked to Michael about it because what we do is the last person out of the bed makes, makes it. And that's usually him because I'm up at 431 and, and yet sometimes he'll, he might get up. And so we, we have the bed made and there is a conversation about the difference in getting something done. And the fact that some people will say, well, I'm going to get back in it, but it's like, well, you're going to get dirty, but you take a shower every day. And you and I have laughed about that in the past. I also re-listened to Admiral William McRaven's, I think it, I think it's called uh, The Power of Hope. And you can Google that, or we can put it in the show notes if you want. The Power of Hope is where that Admiral gave that talk. And it was a commencement address, I believe. And he said, make your bed. And when Michelle said it, it made me think of that. And so for those of you who have heard it, you may want to re-listen. And if you haven't heard it, you may want to check that out on YouTube because The Power of Hope by Admiral William McRaven will get you energized. That's for sure. You may want to listen to it right after you make your bed and, and give yourself a little kudo for doing it. Well, I love the, the kudos and I just wrote that down. So I absolutely am going to look that up. And for me, if my bed isn't made and it could be that my husband was in it, I don't even know because I normally do make it, but I'll make it before I get in it at night. Because <laughs> it's something about just a fresh, clean bed very, very funny. It's true. Um, so, Even if you take a nap or something, yeah, you're yeah. right. Make it before you, before you go back to bed. Even if you just leave the room for a minute and Michelle's right, it's that sense of accomplishment. And so that we don't lose her message. It's that once you start by accomplishing something, you're telling your brain that you can accomplish more. And so for some people, if you're already making your bed, then perhaps it's that you put something away. It's that once you create these habits that your brain gets used to, you want to develop other habits that are well-serving. And Michelle also talked about having an organized space. And that also, there's always chaos and, and, you know, in in the day and and leading and and especially in the sales industry. And so I like order at home for sure. And so I really like that message of just having that organized space and and making your bed. But the timeliness of her message of being thankful, because today is all we have. And so just coming right out of Thanksgiving, I love what you're doing, Debbie. I noticed it with with gratitude. And I know you've talked about it a little bit on your social. So I upped my game with my gratitude practice as well, just from what listening to to Michelle's episode and and some of the tips that she talked about. So I do this in the morning and I've added just based on some of our past guest tips, but now I started to do this before I go to bed too. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about that first thing. So I'm doing it twice a day and uh, I love what you're doing. Maybe you could talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. And, and you're right. Something Michelle said, when it, 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 it's, a, it's in her voice too. You know, we've talked about a couple of people who, when they share the way they share it and their temperament has such an effect on us. When she said, and you said the words well too, is 
is like this is this today is the only day you have and and yet i look at it like today is the day i have because my approach is a little bit different and that doesn't mean better or worse so each of our listeners who may be thinking that you know how you look at the day is is a big part of it and so the gratitude because I love November because it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. And my birthday happens to be in the month. And while it's fun to say birthday month, it's really my month of Thanksgiving. And so each day I've participated in that 30 days of gratitude many times in the past. What I decided to do this year, and it and it was spurred on by the conversation and the podcast when we recorded it is I thought, my gosh, there's so many wonderful things and events. I looked at my calendar and said for the month of November, the first date I had at the beginning of the month of November that was open in the evening was I believe the 28th or something, because you and I are celebrating on one of the nights, which I'm looking forward to. So I said, instead of getting that, it'll get lost. I'm keeping it each day and doing week by week. And I'm making it my cover photo. So that on social media, it comes out in a way that hopefully people think about, yeah, what was my week like? And what did, what was I thankful for? And so that really was encouraged by Michelle talking about being appreciative and gratitude and the day that you have. So, yes. So I'm doing it week by week this time. And I don't know how small the font is going to get when I put this out, but I'll figure it out. I love that. So lastly, for me, uh, her Mel Robbins tip, the 54321, I have heard that TED Talk, the TED Talk that she did a few years ago, and I'm going to admit this, I am a procrastinator. And so this is a great reminder to, to get up. I tend to lollygag. And so that 54321 was just a reminder for me, and probably I've used it maybe three or four times every single day since our first recording with Michelle. So yes. I like it. And I re-listened to it just as a reminder. Oh, well, that's a good reminder for me. I haven't re-listened to it. And you're right. I I remember that because you're the one who shared that with me, the 54321 in the first place. And I utilized it, but I haven't re-listened. So that's a good idea. And it was one of those. And I think it's really important for us to be straightforward. You said you're a procrastinator sometimes. And sometimes people will say to me, oh, you're always up. You're always this. I'm not. I'm I'm always sincere. I want to be sincere, of course. So if you ask me and I say I'm good or I'm pretty good or I'm okay, I might say it in a very upbeat, but sometimes there are those like, oh, that was weird. Or so the five, four, three, two, one is such a good, I call it repositioning statement. And what was really ironic is I was with a dear, dear friend who's a client and he and I were facilitating and well, it's Skip Eller and he's been on the show. And in one of the sessions that we do, and we've been doing this leadership development together for uh, seven, almost, well, six years, he started with a five, four, three, two, one that was different. But I thought of all these years, we changed the openings and he and I will, will switch them up and bring in something new. And he brought in that for a different reason. And it was about other things, but it made brought a smile to my face to think this five, four, three, two, one can remind ourselves to to just re recenter. I think it's a repositioning, recentering, forward focus, whatever words we like that works. And it's actionable. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. 
So as we close this out, please know, listeners, that you can stay connected with us on Instagram and Facebook at the Business of Life Masterclass. Me on Instagram at the Stay at Work Mom and Debbie Lundberg is Debbie Lundberg most everywhere. Debbie Lundberg is Debbie Lundberg Coach on TikTok. If you liked what you heard, please rate us five stars. We are committed to providing you with five-star guests and inspiration just like Michelle. So stay tuned and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen, choose, do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.